Welcome back to the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast Special Gone Nuts series. It's time for a monthly update from one of our intrepid Gone Nuts athletes. How has their training gone? What are they thinking about with the event just around the corner? And what are they learning about themselves? All these questions and more will be answered in the next 15 minutes. In this episode, we're checking in with Joanne Stum to see how her training is going for the Gone Nuts Challenge. We are back again today for another update from one of our intrepid athletes attempting the Gone Nuts Challenge. Joe Stum, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, just got back from one of my training runs, so feeling good. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Pick that box for today, and uh, yeah, things are going. Um, they're going pretty well. So you're training so far. There's been no unexpected hiccups or any of that kind of stuff. You're just cruising along, ticking all those boxes, no. like you said. Yeah, trying to. I had a. I've had some hip problems before. I had a little niggle in my hip this morning, and I thought, oh, um, I think. I, I guess most runners are used to an injury here or there. Um, it hasn't, it's been pretty good, but I was actually running today and remind myself that those strength sessions are pretty important. Um, but yeah. everything's been, um, yeah, ticking along all right. So is there anything about it that you're enjoying at the moment that you're noticing? I was speaking to someone yesterday and they were saying how they can feel that they're getting a bit fitter because they're coming from a, mm. a sort of lower base before they started their bulk of the training for this uh, endeavor that we're mm. heading towards? Yeah, I think that that is true. I think you feel um, I've, on some runs, I'm feeling a little bit better and a bit fitter and sort of those hills aren't as difficult, but then the other on the flip side, because you're doing more training, I think when you get out, you certainly feel, well, I feel anyway, a little bit more exhausted initially yeah um you just feel that exhaustion of like oh you don't feel really rested but yeah when you start putting in the kilometers you realize oh actually this this isn't so bad so there's ups and downs for sure (laughs) it's true (laughs) um what is your training looking like at the moment you have to go into sort of big detail but how many Mm. days you're running that kind of stuff you're doing some strength stuff you just mentioned that as well yeah, I try to do I try to do one strength session a week. I'm pretty bad with it because I don't love it. I love yep. just getting out running more. Um, so I try to make sure I do one at the mm-hmm. minimum strength session. I generally do my long run on the weekend. Just yep. seems to work out a little bit better. And then through the week, generally in the morning before work, I try to do my runs. So just a, a I usually run four to five days a week okay, and yeah, possibly have two rest days. Um, one of them doing a strength session. Um, I do quite a bit of, I always ride my bike to work or pretty much always ride my bike to work. So a bit of cross training, I do think helps, um, cardiovascular fitness, but not necessarily sort of pounding the legs as much. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is, that's a very good point. As I um, already Mm. have mentioned to a few people. I've just come back from two weeks of walking in New Zealand. And so even though I wasn't doing my running training like I normally would, Mm. I felt like that was still contributing to my overall base fitness and endurance Mm. and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. It's just a different type of training. And I just like being able to ride my bike and um, 
have that as my commute rather than sitting in the car if if um you know not not everyone can do it but it's uh, it works for me and yeah I think it does help with fitness as well just something different and I know you're busy you have a busy career and things like that and just this time of year is quite busy are you <laughs> finding it hard to fit it in or are you having to adjust things or are you that's working out okay for you at the moment um, I, I do find it a little bit hard to fit in. Week, weekends are fine, but um, I think what I struggle with the most is um, with my work, sometimes I might have quite a late finish. Yeah. Um, and then I know that the next day I feel tired and if I have to get up for my run, um, yeah, I don't always, <laughs> I don't always achieve it. Um, but yeah, it's just that uh, it's probably this, the work hours. So I, I feel that. Um, a lot of the times we can I can get out, you know, at a reasonable time, but occasionally it might even be nine or ten o'clock at work. And yeah. um, I had a few nights uh, last week, actually. I think two nights where I think I wasn't home until ten p.m. and then trying to have dinner, get to bed, and then get up for a run. Um, I think everyone experiences that with a busy life, but you you just notice it. It's more noticeable. So. But don't you feel good? We were talking about it before we hit the recording, but don't you feel good that you can tick it off? <laughs> you know, there's yes. that, even even yep. in those challenging times when you do manage yes. to stay consistent. Yes. Yeah. And I think for me anyway, it helps um, doing those runs, even though I might feel exhausted when I get up and, you know, start the run. I'm always really glad I've gone. I always feel better at the end. And, and even if I am tired, I, I still think it's a recipe for success. I think it yeah. it still makes the day better for me anyway. And, yeah, even if I have another late night, I, I think I'm still better off if I've got up and gone for a run. Yeah, And that's, that's beyond the actual running, isn't it? You're talking about your life in general, mm-hmm. like every element of your life. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think it helps um, mentally. You, you just feel better. Well, I feel better through the day. Um, yeah. Like you say, I I do feel um, I still feel more rested. I think when I do, mm-hmm. I think I sleep better, um, and and I think it's for me as I get older, it's it's important to realize I don't always have that feeling of oh yeah, I want to get up and go for my run, and yeah. this is I'm just gonna have feel so energetic. I think it's normal, uh, and I hear this from other athletes as well. Mm-hmm. I I feel like it's normal that you don't always feel like going. Yeah. but it's still good to be consistent and go because the end result is better overall. Yeah, and as you said, and as most people have said on the podcast over the years, is never really have felt, damn, I wish I hadn't gone for that run. You know, when you finish, yeah. you're always like, <laughs> yes. actually, I'm glad I went, even though I didn't feel like going at that particular time. So Yes, yeah. yes. And I sort of say to myself, even if I'm not feeling great, just go do a couple of kilometres. Mm. And um, if I do feel really bad, I can always, you can just cut it short and go home. And I think I honestly remember doing that once or maybe twice. It's not common, is it? Generally, if you go and then if you go and cut it really short, um, that's fine too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, Mm. We have 12 weeks and four days as of the time of recording this to go. How are you feeling about the big run coming up at the moment? Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I I feel really good about it. Um, I'm just excited to be able to participate, and I'm actually um excited 
to to still do the training. I'm looking forward as our well as my weekend run gets a bit longer and longer mm-hmm. every week. I sort of look forward to those long runs as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I sort of plan where my long run might go and yeah. um, try to make it a bit of an adventure in itself. Um, so I'm I look forward to those things. I love that. Uh, as well as um yeah as well as the day so I'm feeling excited for me that element is looking for what books I can listen to <laughs> to oh. listen to in part yeah. as well like I'm going to be doing some really long runs yes First books I really needed to and slash wanted to listen to that would yes. be a good time to do that <laughs> yeah that's a good idea actually I haven't got into the audio books but it's um I usually listen to podcasts or music but okay Audio books are a great idea. Like you say, longer runs, you can get through a few um yeah. few books that you might have wanted to read over the time. Yeah, there's a whole um a whole area of I think ultra training that's not talked about much, and that's just mm. how much education you can fit in <laughs> listening yep. to books or or podcasts or whatever while yes. you're running. It's quite incredible, yeah. really. Yeah, kind of like a you mobile can... university. Yeah, exactly. You can pick up some some good tips. I was listening to a podcast this morning, um, an ultra podcast, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I picked up a few tips. And I thought, it's, yeah, it's, there's always good information out there. It's inter- I, don't know, I also wonder. Actually, I need to think about that a bit more. Uh, how you're processing things? Because I, at the moment, mm. I seem to be, even though I'm also mindfully running, because that's part of my whole gig. But mm-hmm. um, I do tend to listen to things more often than not at the moment. And I wonder how our brain is processing the things mm. that we're listening to mm. and whether, it, mm. you know, how there's different, you know, you're an educated human um, <laughs> with a professional career. Um, <laughs> you know, there's different ways that our brains, you know, work at optimal levels and um, if is being in motion and, and doing that kind of exercise actually a, a really good way to be absorbing information or or is it not? I don't know, but. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Sometimes I wonder how much information just gets absorbed sort of subconsciously yeah. because I do notice if I'm listening to a podcast, sometimes my mind will wander and I'll start thinking about work or something else. Yeah. And then, um, but I think you're, you're possibly still absorbing the information, even I though, know. yeah, you, you might be trailing off. Because there's a whole um, whole bunch of people who believe in, you know, listening to mantras and things as they're going to sleep, mm. for example, because they all mm. the stuff that happens when you're asleep as well because mm. our brain still works at some level. Um, yeah. But then I've also <laughs> often thought if I just buy a book, even if I don't read it, obviously that means it's okay. No. <laughs> yeah, if it just it se- just seeps <laughs> into your brain. There's so many books. <laughs> even if just sitting there. <laughs> Exactly. So audiobooks are awesome because at least uh, it's kind of figuratively turning the pages for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to look into it. Yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. We briefly mentioned that we're coming into the silly season. Are you thinking ahead of how am I going to navigate this? You know, tricky time yeah. socially. You know that we're all excited for most of us, and yeah. um. But fit it around what as our load, our training load is getting getting bigger and requires more time. Yeah, I just try to make sure that um, yeah, I plan ahead. I guess because it's so easy to fall into the trap of getting too busy, and especially if you're traveling here or there. Uh, yeah. I'm heading up to some um, stay with some family in New South Wales over the Christmas period, which is really great. But also thinking ahead of 
uh, when will I do my long run and sometimes traveling and being on a flight and that sort of stuff, it, it does disrupt your training plan. That's, that's normal. Um, but yeah, planning ahead and uh, maybe runs in the morning so that I can eat lots in the afternoon. <laughs> I love it. And I assume your family will be more uh, used to you, you know, being able to check out for a couple of hours here or there as you do your yeah. runs each day. Yeah, yeah, they're um, they're used to that. I'm staying with um, my um, husband's family, and they are um, live out in the countryside on some properties. And there's a yeah, it's a great area and very hilly for me to go for long runs. So they're pretty used to me doing that. Oh, that's perfect. It sounds like mm. perfect training ground as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, should be good. <laughs> I love it. Now I know we haven't got into. I assume you haven't got into super long runs yet. But are you starting to think about things like? nutrition and hydration and practicing a bit of that or you know when do you start mm. practicing that kind of stuff yeah I I personally just start practicing it on the on the runs um I sort of know what uh suits my gut a little bit but I think that you can always learn going forward yeah. um yeah so as I do my long runs I just make sure I take nutrition I'm, I'm pretty lazy on runs that are um sort of under two to three hours I, I probably yeah. just take water and I don't feel yeah. like I need any nutrition as such but I think it's good to practice prior to the day so there's certain things I know suit me and I usually just try to do that so knowing what I'll um, eat on the run at yeah gone nuts I think it's good to have a, have a nutrition plan mm. yeah a little bit of Christmas pudding um what else is going <laughs> on some, some turkey no. yes a bit of eggnog <laughs> That's right. uh, that actually, wouldn't go well. No, I'm just thinking. No, no. I won't. <laughs> no. Do Do you ever like? Because you're a little bit more experienced. Do you have any um, like when when I did a 60k a couple of years ago, my brain thought I would really like to have because it was at Easter time hot cross buns and <laughs> um, <laughs> see, see, it was very seasonal and oh, and an ice ice coffee. And I had my yeah. husband make sure that they were there for me. At, I don't know, like the 50K mark. I said, I'll, yeah. I'll stop and have something there to eat. And I'd really like those. And then I really just couldn't palate. That wasn't until I finished the run that I wanted them. But yeah. Uh, yeah, during the run, I just couldn't. I think I had a banana and some Coca-Cola or something. Mm. Instead. But Yeah, <laughs> I think listening to your body. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel I'm super experienced in this department. <laughs> but I do know that when I did the gone nuts run the 75 a few yeah. years back I had a little bit of a plan and electrolytes and some gels mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing and I just I remember getting to like the 50k mark aid station and I just wanted coca-cola yeah. <laughs> and lots of it and it's I just um it's not something that I would generally drink no, no. it's, it's not the only time that... I drink it in a marathon yeah yeah but it it absolutely was necessary hit the spot and I just it's funny because you I wasn't really thinking that that's what I would want mm. and I just got to the aid station and looked at what they had and I was like yep a thousand percent I need that coca-cola and I just kept and I took some with me and put it in my little water bottle and um yeah so I think it's also listening to what you feel like you need at the time yeah. um definitely needed that but I never um for me anyway never drink it outside of doing a run <laughs> isn't that funny um mm. with the weather at mm. the moment I've noticed that I've been finishing my runs and I'm like oh I probably should have taken some water with me because 
just the mm. increase in temperature. I've just found that I'm I will then drink my 750 ml bottle of water within a couple of minutes of finishing my run. I'm mm. thinking, oh, I'm probably yeah. be taking some with me. Have you noticed mm. that the change in weather? Because I know down down south as well, it's been it's mm. got warmer than we've been yeah. used to just in the last the, few weeks. Yeah, it has just changed quite a bit, hasn't it? And it's mm. it's lovely. Um, for me, the weather is really helpful to be able to get out and enjoy the runs more. I do like running when it's a little warmer. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, this is the time of year that it really starts to change. Uh, yeah, I do notice that um, I need to drink more water because, like you say, you notice that you come back from the run and you need to scull a litre of water and that's probably not the best thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I try to make sure I take some and I sort of know places at my on my run where I can fill up if needed as well yeah that's always handy I mm. actually do remember in years past that we had a couple of routes of friends of mine and and I uh, and we would stop and drink from somebody's um, garden tap yes. <laughs> on regular occasions and they, they were fine with that thankfully uh, around Launceston yeah. um, because we yep. yeah it was particularly hot that summer yeah you just know the spots where you can grab water and it's all good but yeah definitely have um had some yeah unusual places that I've had to do that from (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny all right Joe is there anything else about your training so far or what you've got coming up in the next month you want to share before we close up um probably nothing huge that I can think of um yeah it's really just trying to pre-plan and get these longer runs started uh, as we're as the training builds um yeah, that's that's probably it. Just looking forward to, yeah, these long days and a bit of warmth. Uh, yeah. It's really, really nice. And uh, it's sort of, I like it in Tassie when it, we, we start to get this weather because I feel like you really appreciate it when you've gone through a bit of a dark winter. Yeah. So, yeah, just looking forward to the next few months. Um, Quick question before we close mm. off. Do you, Will you be training with a head torch at some point? In the dark? Someone mentioned that the other day and I thought, oh. Yeah, I heard someone say that. Um, Yeah, I don't feel like I need to desperately. I'm pretty used to running with the head torch, you know, at at certain times of the year and to and from work. um, I commute usually with my bike, but sometimes I do run and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty used to the head torch. So I feel pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah. Side of things. Mm. It's a a good thing, though, if you're not used to it. I think it does take a little bit of... um, getting used to and knowing how long your head torch will last for. It's the worst thing to get stuck in the middle of the bush and oh. have your head torch run out. I've had that happen for sure. I hadn't actually <laughs> thought about it running out. That's oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely have run with an holding an iPhone in front of me as, as my only light source for oh, a while. So it's not ideal. Now I've been thinking more about my watch and my and my iPhone um, <laughs> running out. I hadn't actually thought of a head torch running out of power, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, change the batteries. Do you, <laughs> yes. Do you um do you use walking sticks at all? Or yeah, I um I, I bought some a little while ago, and I have been using them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them. Mm-hmm. I I find on certain runs. Um, you use them obviously more than others. So if I'm doing a lot of quite steep uphill, more hiking, yeah, I, I think they're pretty they're pretty great. Um, obviously they they become a little bit annoying if you're only using them a little bit and carrying yeah. them mostly. And yeah. I think it takes a bit of getting used to sort of how to be comfortable carrying them. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was 
thinking that I'd possibly take them on gone nuts, but maybe mm-hmm. just for the last 25 kilometers, yeah, something that. like, yeah, where it's a little bit hilly. hilly there. Yeah. Yeah. But I probably won't, certainly wouldn't take them for the first 50, I wouldn't okay. say. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Mm. I'm playing with the, with the whole concept at the moment personally. So mm. that was just a selfish question, really. <laughs> yeah. whether, whether I'm going to use them or not. Yeah, know. I'm not hugely experienced, but I have, when I have taken them um, on steeper hikes, I've really appreciated that I've had them. They're good. Yeah, excellent. All right. Mm. Well, thank you for that amazing update. It's Ooh, been awesome to you. check in with you and yeah. awesome that you're going so well and everything's really thank positive. You. So, mm. Um, don't jump off straight away, but have a very Merry Christmas and a a safe and happy new year Mm -hmm. with all your traveling and stuff as well. Thanks, Um, Michelle. And we'll talk to you in January. Sounds great. Thank you. We'll hear all about it. (laughs) And just like that, we're another step closer to the start line. Big thanks to our runners for sharing their progress and to you for cheering them on. Remember, it's the journey not just the destination that shapes us. Keep supporting our crew as they push towards that start line. And if you're enjoying this series, we would love to hear from you. Why not leave us a review and share the podcast with friends? Let's all go a little nuts together.